Blog Talk Radio. Point. My name is Elder Charles Lee, and my co-host here, and Maureen the love of my Lee. life, Ooh. Maureen Lee. Amen, amen. And this is the 1,227th episode of Purpose Kingdom. Amen. Amen, amen. And we are so, we are so elated today because we're doing a part two of Soulmate Helpmate. Amen. Amen. And uh, last time, for you, you that uh, didn't uh, tune in the last time we was here, we were telling you the differences between soulmates and helpmates. Amen. Soulmate, we were saying help helpmate is your wife's soulmate, should be God. And what is the difference? A lot of people don't know the difference between a soulmate. I mean, the world will tell you about a soulmate, but who are you going to trust your soul with? I really trust God with my soul. So that's my soulmate. Amen. Say it again. Say it one more time. No, I said I, I, the world will tell you the different meanings for soulmates, but my person I would like to have my soulmate would be God because that's the only person I trust with my soul. Amen. Amen. Go ahead. Help, helpmate is somebody that uh, God finds for you because it says in the Bible that when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Yes, Amen. Right. It didn't say when a woman finds a husband, she Amen. finds a good thing. So you women need to stop going out there looking because you're wasting your time. Amen. I mean, if you meet up together... And you know this man has a Christian background, and anybody a Christian, but he's a believer. Cause see, I don't, I don't like a lot of religions' names because what they do, they separate and divide. You mm-hmm. know. So what we, what we want is not a religion with God. We want a relationship. Amen. Amen. So we, what we're dealing with uh, this show is part two of a soulmate helpmate, and um, <laughs> we had a lot of calls last week, and you know I want you guys to call in again. If you have a question or if you just want to make a comment, the number uh, is 319-527-6091, or you can call 323-870-4174 and press 1 to get into the uh, uh, slot where you can ask your question or make a comment. Amen. Amen. I just want to, I have my grandkids here, my great-grandkids. Yes, yes. I'm, like, really excited, so... One couple, my other son is not, my other grandson's not here. He's away on business. But I have a new granddaughter that's getting ready to come into the family. It is already ordained, so I thank she's God already, for that. She, got a yeah, oh, she right. came in that door right that's there. That's right. And she's she's a, anointed she, and appointed. So she, that's she, she right. Did. And she, she has faith. And, and she and, knows and, one God, and, and that's and, and all Maureen, I what's, can what, what's her name? Brielle. Okay. Brielle. That's right. The, um... The thing that my wife is so excited about, it's good when when you come and you meet somebody that already has an agenda. Yes, See, a plan. You know, when you have a plan and agenda and you love Christ and he's in your life and he's the head of your life, everything else will fall in place. Amen. You know, because me and my wife, we tell you all the time, we're not a perfect couple, but we tell you what we do is everything, and we just started this, what, 10, 12 years ago? Yeah. We just started everything we do, we ask Christ about. First. We ask God, you know, God, you know, is this the car for us? Yeah. You know, uh, should we buy this furniture? You know, should it we get up right now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and a lot of times we just lay down because my wife, you know, I, you know, I work so much sometimes. I'm sleeping when I don't even think I'm sleeping. So, but, you know, my God is so good that when he operates, he do it to the fullest. So we're before we get up, we'll say, God, thank you for grace and mercy and waking us up. And then my husband will say, well, you ready to get up? I say, I don't know, let's ask. Say well, God, what's the plans for the day? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the rain comes. I said, "There you go, stay in the bed." <laughs> but that's how God operates with the leaves. Amen. You know, I'm just like I said. That's my great my granddaughter, granddaughter. banging on my great grand bringing on the door. Y'all, but God operates. His, his operation is always decency and in order. That that's the purpose. And that's what I like about Purpose Kingdom Network. It's a show on seven days a week. You can always get a word from the Lord. But with us, it's like we're, we're trying to deal with couples because the, the enemy is so busy. He's ready yep. to steal, st- 
still kill and destroy couples and families. Relationships is hard. But as long as you put God in every aspect of your life, he'll make your crooked way straight. Yes, he will. You know, you just got to have that faith as a mustard seed. Amen. And may God let, keep up to his promises. And you know, you know we promises. talked that last time about the reason on the show, we were talking since this pandemic, where they've had so many Separation. Uh, domestic, yeah, so many domestic, you know, fights and people breaking up. And but see, I was telling my wife because uh, you know, we're coming at you a little different on this show because mm-hmm. everybody wants to get married. Everybody. It's starting to be like when they first started buying Jordan shoes. Everybody wanted them. They had the gazelle glasses. Everybody wanted those. Everybody wants to be married now. This thing about marriage is serious. It is. It's a lifelong thing. It's not, you know, we don't want to get married today because, okay, I need somebody to help me pay my bills, or, or I'm ready to get out of my parents' house, or I'm ready to do this, I'm ready to do that. You have to look at this as a long, lifelong affair. Amen. You know, just like I told, just like I told my, my wife when I first met her, I said, I'm in this to win it. Okay, I've I, I, I never been a give-up person. That's Never. When you tell me what you what I can't do, that makes me want to do it harder. Amen. Like when I was in the military, they said there wasn't a lot of black flyers, helicopter pilots. Okay. Well, sir, it's going to be kind of hard. It was 10 in a class of 30, and I came out second as far as ranking and, and you know, grades and everything else. So don't tell me what I can't do because with God, all things are possible. Amen. Amen. But go ahead, go ahead honey, because you, you had some problems <laughs> come up to mouth. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, it's, it's, it's. Like I, when I tell people, and I just told my grandkids this, when you ask God for a certain thing, the words say, i got to find my scripture. I did this before. He says, write it down and make it plain. you got to write, you got to make it plain to God what your expectations is, because his expectations of you is simple. Follow his law. Follow his word. Talk to him. Lean in him. That's it. But we all become disciples of the Lord. You have to tell the story to someone else that's a non-believer that he's Amen. living. He's coming back again for you and me. That's our job. That's it. But Everything that's, else. That's easy, though. Yes. It's easy because most people, most people don't realize that God wants to hear you talk. Because I've, I've been around so many people because I've traveled the world in the military. And so many people say, oh, God knows my heart. He may know your heart, but he want to hear you speak it. God is not a God of pushing you. He don't force you into any situation. He's a God of choices. Amen. Okay? So if you want something from him, you have to ask him. Mm-hmm. Okay? And like my wife say, make it plain because we sit around and see God, uh, well, how we used to say, God can hit a moving target. Okay? Amen. If you're sitting still, God is like, I'm waiting on you. you waiting on him. But God say, if you... Believe me and believe my word, because my word won't come back void. If you believe me, you believe my word. If you get started on what we talked about, I'm going to be right there. I'm going to make sure that you have all the provisions that you need. You figure, like like I was talking to my granddaughters, you know, rose them about moving, moving somewhere. And a lot of people say, oh, but I never lived there before. But if God told you to go, the provisions are already down there for you. As soon as you go into the state, you're going to meet people and say, well, guess what? You know, what what, what kind of job you do? What's up? Oh, my sister has two companies like that. We can hire you. Oh, were you looking for a house? Oh, well, no, nah, you ain't got to pay 900 Same house over here is 500 See, he puts people in your way. And sometimes that's why, you know, you, you got to watch who you're talking to because you might be entertaining angels. Amen. You don't know who you're talking to. Okay, I just found this scripture. Okay. It's Habakkuk 2 and 2. The King James Version says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tablet, and he will run. He may run and read it. No. So the word already tells you your vision. You have to have a vision. Yeah. Without a vision, a man perish. Perish. He said, "My people perish for lack of vision." You gotta have your vision. You have to have a dream. And once you make that dream known to the Lord, it's done, it's a done deal. But he don't say sit it down. Okay, God, I gave you my plan. Now do it. No. Like my husband said, God want to hit a moving target. So long as you're on course, he's right with you. Yeah. He's in front of you, behind you, on each side of you. 
And that's that's the same thing with marriage. When God gives you your mate, oh, he gives you a good thing, even with a, a husband. You got to get a man after God's own heart. Oh, yeah. That's important. We pick men in our lives that wasn't about us or for us. It's what we can do for him instead of what God can do for us. It's a difference, woman. Yeah, yeah. It's a difference. And see, don't 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 get it confused because if you have a man that's after God, God's heart, and you put him first, he's definitely going to have your best interest because God is leading him, so he's leading you. But see, a lot of women now are getting men that are like wishy-washy. They're straddling the fence. And uh, you unstable. Can, you can't Woo! be hot or cold. They say a man like that is what? Unstable in all his ways? Unstable in all his ways. In all his ways. So see, you got to get somebody that is on one side of the fence or the other. Because, see, the word said he'll spew you out of his mouth. And then he never knew you. So so if you got somebody that is chasing after God and wanting to know more about him, it's like a hunger. Yeah. You, you, ever, you ever go, what, what do they always tell you? When you go shopping, make sure you, before you go shopping. Because Cause shopping cause you'll buy everything that you don't want. Oh, them cookies look good. I, you know, <laughs> look, look at the candy. Let me get that candy. But if you have a stomach full, you'd be like... Uh, I haven't ate that candy in a long time. Right? I don't, I don't drink Pepsi no more. You know, I, don't, I ain't say that. <laughs> see, he said, I knew but but see my wife is just different in that aspect too because when I find out what she like and, and Rose will tell you she ain't gotta ask me. See a man is not asked. If you sit up there and you're dating somebody, he comes by your house I used to go to my house and look around and see bills and pay them Because I know that's what needed to be done. You don't have to tell me how to be a man. That's why I when I told my wife several times we used to have um, women used to get mad with me because I tell them, I say a woman can't raise a man. Oh, my mother lived by. It was just her. Look at you. That's why you're in and out of jail. That's why you treat women bad because a woman can raise a gentle man. Mm-hmm. You can't raise a man. I gotta teach him how to get up when he's tired and get ten more percent. But just like my daughters, everybody knows we've been on this radio station. We've been on for four years. I have seven daughters, and my daughters. I teach them their values. I can't teach them how to be a woman. I never had a period. I never had none of that. So how, how can I do I teach them this is how a man should treat you. You shouldn't have to worry about this. You shouldn't have to worry about that. You should work. And then people say, well, 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 how do we know different? The book right there, the Bible, is, is like a manual. That's if you open it, it, it'll tell you everything you need from the beginning to the end. And like I tell people, I don't care if you live to be 100 years old. It's not how long you live. It's what you did in between the beginning and the end. Amen. Amen. But let me let, let me tell you about all the turmoil. <laughs> let me tell you all the turmoil that's going on now in the world with the marriages and with, you know, people going through. This is what God has for people that's going through in, in this pandemic. First Thessalonians 5 and 8, it says, Give thanks in all circumstances. Right now we're in a circumstance. Amen? Amen. Say give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So you're not you're not going through this by yourself. Amen. Amen. And and like I was telling my wife, I sometimes I be at work this and that's where I get a lot of my inspiration. God be talking to me about your shows. So I just get pens and start writing. Amen. And they looking at me, and, and everybody know that I'm a correction officer. I work in the prison, so people looking at me like, Miss Lee, how you doing? All right. And I'm pushing buttons, still talking to them, steady writing because. That's the Riley, y'all. That's my one-year-old granddaughter. And, and, and God gave me this for the radio show tonight. It says, if more people look at this thing, which we call marriage, for a lifelong journey, two things going to happen. They won't do it. Uh, they'll take it more serious. Because, see, a lot of people look at marriage as just a getaway. You know, uh, I want somebody to date. I want somebody to go to the movies with me. You I'm know. marrying him because yeah. I want to leave my mother's house. Yeah, and, 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 and you know, because you know, the religious ones, because I'm not moving with him unless I'm married and we're not having sex premarital. First thing is, you shouldn't be thinking about that. Me and my wife, when we first met, you remember the saying I told you she laughed. You remember the saying I told her, Rose, I told you, Grandmama, I said, look, I won't get in your head before I get in your pants. And it blew her away. Period. Period. <laughs> yeah, it did. Oh, she remember the period. That's my daughter that's telling the period. But she said, what? She never heard that before. And I told her, I said, you know, I'm a minister, and we can't 
he can't do this thing, you know, unless we do it right because we're going to have a life of misery if you don't do it right. That's just like I tell a lot of these guys out here, you get one night of pleasure for a life of misery. If that's what you want, go for it. But like I was saying about the seriousness of it, because here's the excuses, here's the excuses that you're here. Here's excuses that you hear about the people saying the reason they got married. Y'all hear my grandkids and great grandkids. Well, well, that's, that's called that's called life. You know, they, they coming in, coming out. Cause it's usually quiet here, so you know you're probably saying, "What is all the noise?" That's not noise. That's family. Amen. Okay. And I got my two grandsons. Like, hey. Yeah, the, the one he got bent down getting the door, but you know, uh-huh. he he still come in. <laughs> Number one is a reason they'll say, and you know, not because he or she. Keeps asking me, and I'm tired of hearing it. You ever hear that with your friends? Well, you know, he keep on saying that he wants to get married, or she keeps saying she want to get married. Let's just do it. Don't baby. Worry. When we getting married? Yeah. You said we're gonna get married. We're going on four years, and we ain't married yet. I ain't had no wing or nothing. What's up? And see, that's when you hear my car go boom. I'm gone. I, I'll talk to you on the phone because right I can't deal with that. Right? I don't. Pressure in marriages is not good, but. If you know pressure will bridge will bust a pipe. Amen. Okay, so see, you gotta have people that are thinking logically. Now, number two is, why not? We've been together for so long. Do that mean that you write for each other? Just because we've been together for so long. Some people put up with each other just because they don't want to be alone. But and you know what's important, honey? I tell anybody, if you start off as friends. And get to know each other, mm-hmm. really sit and talk, find out each other wants and our needs and our desires, our dreams. But see, that's what people it's don't easy. do. It's easy. That's what people don't our, do. Our financial goals. What, boo, what, I'm not being disrespectful, but what is your credit score like? Because we got to do this together. Well, the comedian said we need we need a chip in this. So when you walk up on somebody, you meet them, they scan it. Up, stay away from them because he will mess your credit up. Stay away from her. She got five thousand dollars worth of debt, you know. But we need to be honest with each other. When we, sit down, when we sit down talking, because when, like I said, when you get in this thing called marriage, it is more important and in depth than people would think. But let me go. On, let me give you the rest of the reasons. Number three, you get somebody. You get somebody to help you with your. You would pay your bills. You know, there's a lot of reasons why people get married. Peer pressure. Mm-hmm. You know, you got all your friends say, "Well, dang, man, everybody married but you," and. Keep it moving. You I know, tell my I'm friends, take their time. It's, it's not, it's not, it's not easy. But long as God is in it, it's, it, it's, it's, it, we like, we have ups and downs. And y'all know, I sometimes I'm a piece of work. Yeah, I know I'm a piece of work because I ain't never satisfied. <laughs> that is so true. And because you, you know, when I, you know, you give me a million dollars, I want two. You know, so and see, that's the way God made me. God made me like that. So. Being that I'm a man that worked all my life to take care of my daughters, like, like I said, y'all know I got seven daughters, and daughters are expensive. Amen. You know, and then you got grandkids, and the guy told me the reason they call them grandkids is because you don't spend a grand on them. Amen. Okay. So, but the thing is, is when you got that set in your mind, it keeps you running, it keeps you young. But let me get let me get to the last one. It says, and a lot of people get married, you know, and I want you guys to really call in because see a lot of y'all sitting there sliding your seats and smacking your lips and. You know, saying, uh, he ain't talking about me. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, well, that, that hit home. Well, call and let somebody know because what you might say may help somebody else. Amen. A lot of people do it to get out of their mom and dad's house. Mm-hmm. Did that already. Uh, so you, you, ain't got, you ain't got a whisper? Talk up, my granddaughter. Or to have sex. Because there are some people that have ministered parents. Like you guys. Y'all oh, yeah, you ain't us, doing that in my house. Y'all don't allow us to sit in the bed. <laughs> Lay in the bed with our partner. <laughs> Look. Keep you going to room by yourself. You got it better than I had. You can't help each other wash their hands. No, no, so no, like, no, no. We ain't, you know, we ain't baptize nobody. But, uh. <laughs> so, there's people that will actually try to hurry up to get married so that they can do these things. But, but let me tell Amen. you about your grandmother that died a long time ago. She's been dead, like, what, 15 years now? Yeah. I had a girlfriend come by. Mm-hmm. And... I went up. I went upstairs. No, no, she she wasn't talking about it. I, I went upstairs, <laughs> and my mother said, "Is is Charles home?" My dad said, "Yeah." He said, "Well, he's upstairs with his girlfriend." Well, what is? Oh, they they in the middle room. 
She said, well, there's only one chair in there. I can't stand up. One chair. She was worried about the chair. You talking about holding hands and sitting on the bed. Wasn't no bed in there. That's why I said, you got it better than I did. She said, well, and then she came and she said, how y'all doing? I said, I'm doing it. I had the TV on, and I was sitting on a small chair, and she had a, had a, like a chair I got here sitting on mm-hmm. a chair. I mean, it was cool. And wasn't nobody trying to do nothing. Because, see, I look at everybody else messing up. I ain't want no kids. I wasn't ready for no kids. Oh, no, I was still in high school. No, it was junior high school. Junior. Because I went to high school in Alabama. So I wasn't, I wasn't trying to sneak nowhere. I was too smart for that. You know, everybody, all my friends had kids except me. And they looking like, you know, why you that? Look, bro, that's why you around here trying to work in every little mom pop store on the corner, pay for Pampers and milk and all that. I ain't ready for that. But go ahead, go ahead, because you're bubbling up. Go ahead. <laughs> because you know what? I just think, I, w- I just was telling my grandson and his girlfriend, it's, 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 I don't like everybody. So when you, like, <laughs> I had my daughters bring people to the house I asked to leave because I've seen through them. But this young lady and my my granddaughter's boyfriend, I like them. It's like okay, I could see I could see a future because they got dreams and goals. And when you start ministering, they know they know the word, and they know they can't do anything without Christ, and they just fall in line. It's something else, and I just love it, you know. And my grandson CJ, he's he he he's He's about making money, y'all. So y'all need to hit me up after the show so he can put y'all on some things. You know, he's about making money legally. Legally. So I want y'all to just just take heed to this, this show tonight because there's a lot of couples out there thinking about marriage. And if you marry your best friend, you finish his sentences and he finish yours. Y'all study the word, y'all pray together. Two becomes one, just like that wedding band. And once God is in it, he's in it to win it, you guys. And he will really order your steps in everything you do. Amen. You Amen. know, so we still want y'all to call in, talk to us, people. And the, it's and all the, about you. The number again is 319-527-6091. Amen. And uh, God gave me something else again last night. He was saying... Maybe some of those weddings that cost so much would last if they focus more on the relationship and not on how much the wedding costs and how big it was. I've seen some weddings, and then we're talking celebrities because we can't handle 40000 Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to tell you the truth. I had a girlfriend. She had 15 bridesmaids and 15 bridesmaids. She had a beautiful wedding. The wedding lasts for two years. So you spend all that money. And the marriage didn't even last because they didn't really know each other. And if she listened, I'm sorry, I just told you, I didn't tell your name. So it is what it is. You know what I mean? She knows she is. And we, me and my husband, we had a nice, elegant wedding. Family and friends. And he had his dad and his best man. My niece was my mate to the bottom. I'm telling you, we still ain't going on honeymoon. And we didn't go on the honeymoon. We jumped right in the family life. <laughs> it was all you know? about the children. It wasn't about, no, can we go to Acapulco or no. Hawaii? You know, but yeah. we got word. We, we, one of our kids about to send us on vacation. Christina, uh, yeah. <laughs> so God is good. But I'm telling you this: get to know your mate. Yeah. Have that talk. Marriage counseling is very important because it's going to hit parts that y'all ain't think about. Amen. After that big argument, you don't leave the building. You say one person got to sit back and say, you know what? Let's pray. Because this is nothing but the enemy trying to come between what God has put here. And no matter how, how big the argument looks, God has always got the answer. And see, what, you, what she's talking about, we went through that a lot. Yes. And I'm going to tell you men out there, that macho stuff is out the window. Kill it. All right, because if this is a woman you want to be with the rest of your life, she needs to see your feelings. She needs to see you cry. She needs to see how you feel about certain things because... If you can't be vulnerable with her, who can you be vulnerable with? You know? Yeah. Because I've seen several times where my wife would sit up and look at me, and we would get in arguments. And I'm going to tell you, sometimes she'll take the low road. Sometimes I'll take the low road. If, if we sit up here 
And I see the argument is going way out to the to the left. And past to it, she left. And I wanted to come back to the right. Sometimes I just shut up. Because I know I can fuel it and make it higher, but why? Why should I sit there and say, yeah, what do you think you're talking about? No, no, see, that's called spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. When I can sit there and look at you and say, you know what? That ain't you today. It's somebody else in you because you don't act like that. See, that's when you got to look with your spiritual eyes and your ears and say, well, you know what? I know she just got laid off or they took some hours from her job. Don't feed into it. Mm-hmm. Especially if they just have a baby. <laughs> no, no, you know, they're laughing, but I'm, I'm saying this from having seven daughters. Their hormones are all whacked up. You know, they sitting there looking at you like, you know, Especially don't be in the room when they're having it. You know, you remember the little show? You say, this is all your fault. Look, that's why my body's shaking and my stomach ain't growing back. But then after they had a baby, it called, what's it called, postpartum? Yep. Because, see, see, my grandkids know I was depression. close to being a doctor because I, I, I birthed like three of my grandkids. Yes, he did. And the thing was is I watched this postpartum, and that thing dangerous. You might be sleeping, get hit in the head with something. You know, you sleep. Cut. But didn't you hear me talking to you? It's real. Yes, yes, they do. I mean, you hear my granddaughter. That's just like menstrual periods. Men get them too. Amen. Just don't bleed. Yep. Time. I mean, yeah, yeah. They get cranky for some reason. Wonder yep. why. You look at her and say, you know, y'all go it, through this. It's here she go. Get on my nerves. <laughs> All right. What you mean, Linda? You asked me that question an hour ago, and I told you the answer. You asked me again, but I just wanted to make sure. Now it's time to take a walk. That's why, see, I, I never believe in all that arguing and fussing and fighting with women because women are not made for that for me. You know, we could be doing better things. We could be out like, like my grandson said. We can think about making how to make money, how to, you know, go somewhere and do this and do that. Uh, uh, you know, we grown people. My grandson over there clapped. What, what, what's That's the right. Clapping there, making money. Like I said, I we ain't got to argue. Well, say it again, baby. That's right. That's right. Look. That's my grandson, y'all. <laughs> y'all know how I feel about my boy. Ain't no time for all that because life is too short. Yes. Instead of us arguing, then see, you know what, just like my wife said, because we, we've married a couple people in the past couple years, and uh, we try to tell them that ring is a continual circle. It never stops. It never stops. And the only people, we tell people at wins, the only people need to be in that situation, that ring, is you, your spouse, and God. And we tell everybody... We said we're going we're gonna to charge y'all with something today. And then when we say charge, you mean we're going to put something on your heart to help these young people. Don't be a hindrance. Be a help. Don't always come with bad information because your marriage went bad because you had a bump. Okay? Amen. So don't come over to this marriage and say, well, say all men are the same. All women. You know, that's a, but see, the thing is, is my relationship is different. And then you know what? After he do that charge, I do another charge to all single women. Y'all got y'all boyfriends? Y'all got a boyfriend, not a husband, so mind your business. <laughs> and we y'all got that Beyonce song, That's all the right. single women, all the women. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Put your hands up. <laughs> and I tell you in a heartbeat, you don't know a marriage, so don't speak on it. Yeah, you, you ain't been there. But see, you see when people speak on stuff like that, they're going by what somebody told them. Not by what they know and what amen, they experience. Amen, amen, It's going by what somebody told them. That's just like I tell people, I can't tell you how it is to take drugs because I've never been a drug addict. I don't even, I don't even smoke. I ain't, I don't even drink. So people say, well, you was in the military 24 years and you didn't smoke. No, I didn't smoke. Peer pressure don't bother me. See, see, I was born to be a leader. Amen. Okay? Only, only reason I follow you because I'm in a car and you in front of me. Okay. But other than that, it ain't all that about that following. I listen because. You know, I wasn't born knowing everything. I don't know everything now. Somebody come up on me know everything, you need to get away from me. Because, see, you are real stubborn. You, you're self-centered. You know, I can't talk to you. But coming coming up, I was I was coming up on a, a lot of, you know, older Baptist men, especially down in Alabama. And they, you know, they were so strict to where, I don't know, y'all might be too young to hear about fire and brimstone. That's then. all I if heard you don't about. Go, you're going to go to hell if you don't come to church. Man, you need my money. See, that's when I knew tithes. Well, I didn't know what tithes was back then. I didn't know you 10%. And I was always thinking about, you know, you just want my money. That's why you tell me I better come, this and that. But then you need to learn that that's, that already belongs to God. Amen. So we're not giving them something that don't belong to them. But 
one thing one thing I've learned, and like I, we were just talking about the wedding, you know, we we, we jumped off jumped off uh, ninety five and got on uh, eighty five. Enough. But uh, South Bay. About the big, you know, the bigness of the weddings. Learning to love someone costs you nothing but time. That's it. That's all it is. It co- it costs you time. And, and a lot of people sit up, and if you don't have the time to learn me, you don't have the time to be with me. Amen. Cause see, you got to learn my likes, my dislikes. You know, you got to learn my family history. I used to tell men all the time, you want to see our woman look when she get older, go see her mother. Go see her grandmother. If you want to see the attitudes, you know, then you then a lot of people think this is a joke, but you need to learn about the stuff that's in the family, like medical history, medical history, like diabetes, heart disease, uh, uh, eczema. That's why I tell a lot of you women, watch who y'all having babies by. Mm-hmm. You can't always just pop up and go, he's so cute, and I, I want to have his baby. But then you come to find out he got heart disease in his family, and you down the house with all the time with your kids with wires in them because you didn't do your homework. You got to. got to do your homework. got to do your homework. Because, you know, back in the day, we used to have to get blood tests before we got married. Why did, why did they stop that? See if you was kind of. Compatible, no, relations, yeah, a lot of stuff. If you had disease, medical issues, you know, yeah, there was did. a lot of reasons. And I was glad, I was glad they did it. Mm mm. Nah, nah, you know, somebody could come there with an eyeball hanging on their cheek, you don't marry them. You know, see, so you, 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 you need to know. You need to know. And these are conversations me and my husband actually had. And a good one was the first thing he asked me, he was like, um, I know you got a, you got um, daughters, three girls. And what kind of relationship their dad is? I said honestly, he was a dad when we were together. But after that, he fell off. He made promises he couldn't keep, and I'm not one to dwell on it. So when he fell off, I got another job, and that's how we rolled. You did you, I did me. It's all right. It's all good. But I married. I didn't ask God for permission. I wasn't speaking to God. I was mad. You took my father. I don't have no words for you. But now as I grew in Christ, I started realizing God just called my dad home. And he knew the Lord. Mm -hmm. So I had to accept death. But now I'm asking y'all, before y'all make a commitment, learn each other. Soothe desires and wants and dreams. I'm glad if we had a contest right now, y'all could call in and ask, what do Charles like? What is his dislike? I can give you 52 things because I got to know him and he got to know me. Like I know at a certain time he liked junk food. So if y'all know, if y'all go in my kitchen, y'all will see a cabinet full of junk food he likes. Well, we slowed down on that. Because that's his life. But he slowed down a little. He really did. Because I know, no, I used but to that's the plastic containers, Rose knows. Now, it was under the bed. The plastic containers need to be. If you wanted something, the tasty case of candy, you know, and, and, and see, CJ and Rose, those are the thing I don't know, they used to sneak it. Okay. And I wasn't. I would give it to them. But, you know, you, you go, whatever you want to get, but the thing was is, it was there. I knew he liked. I've learned as you get older, some stuff you back away from. Now. I don't have a taste for a lot of sweets anymore. Now he likes the fruit. I you got to cut my watermelon, cantaloupe, and pineapple, but he I make, likes fruit. I, I make fresh fruit salad. But he still liked that bath water run. At a certain time, he liked to soak. So I know that's his quiet time. But you need to learn his desires, his dreams. Yeah, but see, people don't realize, we're not telling you this just to bump our gums. We're telling you this because it makes it easier. Mm-hmm. When you in a relationship, whether married or heading toward marriage, Every day you need to learn something about that person. Every day. And, and but see, see, and you know, I'm telling some people I did this, and I know it's burning their ears. The thing is, is don't learn them for the negative. Learn them for the positive. Because see, if I know something that you dislike, I'm not going to do it to keep on pissing you off. Because then that means I don't want you in my life. Mm-hmm. If I make that mistake once, I'm not going to make it again. Amen. You know, you say 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 something a certain way, and you'd be like, I hate when you do that. Now that's in my subconscious. I know you hate when I do that. I'm not gonna do it no more. But see, you got some people that sit up and and, and they plan. And see, those are the people that you really supposed to be with. And that's just my belief. 
because, I agree with you. Because it makes life hard because if somebody constantly want to keep on nagging you and want to keep on doing negative things to you, come on. I mean, you know, we're backing up. We're not going forward because we're supposed to be together, a team. But, see, people that do stuff like that, you can't tell me because I've been around here 62 years. You can't tell me that they're not listening to somebody. See, and why are you going to listen to somebody who ain't got nothing? You listen to people that don't have a thing, but they're trying to mess up your thing because that's jealousy. So half the times your girlfriends that be, girl, I tell you, or your male friends, because I was telling my grandson earlier today, I don't care, even when I was in the military, people come up and try to tell me how to run my house. Man, well, you know, look, you got the newer car. Why she driving a new car? You driving an older car. I said, why are you minding my business? First off, my wife is going to always have the better car because she has my kids. She has my grandkids. I don't want them breaking down. This car break down on me. I know what to do to fix it. It break down on her. She waiting on triple A or some knucklehead going to try to pull over and get underneath my hood. Mm-hmm. And see, my wife know. She'll tell you one of my pet peeves is I don't know if that nigga was looking under my hood if I got there, but he better not be there when I get there. Amen. Don't be under my hood. Okay, my wife know I'm on the way. I'm on the way. But everybody going to see a little damsel in distress. Oh, uh, uh, hun, uh, you okay? My wife tell me real quick, I'm okay. I'm okay. No, my husband be here in a minute. I ran up on a couple of them. I said, well, what you? Oh, I stopped. I said, no, keep it moving, man. Well, I was just, no, no. If she told you she had somebody coming, she had somebody coming. See, now you're being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Just like the foreign guy. You remember we was over there paying insurance? Oh, yeah. We paying insurance on Fifth Street. The African guy looked at my wife because she has a round face. She has an African face. It's round. I come out of paying my insurance. I come up and pay my insurance, and he, oh, no, 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 you you got to be African. So I stood there like one or two minutes just to see the conversation. Because, see, that's what you got to do. A lot of people see things and they walk away. I want to walk up on it and see what it is. So I walked up on it, and he was like, no, yes, sir. I said, what's the problem? Or he said, he thinks I'm from Africa. I said, she told you she wasn't African. Or I said, I'm not going to talk to you again. My fist was so tight it was hurting. I said, I'm not going to talk to you no more. She already told you she's not African. Yes, she has to be. But She's from a tribe. I'm so like, pushy. no, I'm not. I work on them every day. See, they're so pushy. But the ones we work with, I guess their 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 backgrounds are more diverse because they work with us. But a lot of them are so, what's the word I'm looking for? They, they, they're, aggressive. So, they're so aggressive and uppity. And then he got mad and hit my bump, my car. Well, yeah, get out of there because I, I ain't had, you know. I had the comp Charles down. He was like, you, you got to be young. I, you don't know your... And I he, know he's all up in the window, CJ. He's in the window. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put your hands on the first and all that stuff. So, so I left that alone. But another thing you men going to have to learn out here about situations, because, I mean, we we jumping back and forth on this thing, is if you got a woman that is about her business, a lot of times my wife won't call me until something is way out of the way. She used to work at Value City. She's managing Value City. She had this one guy. Was he a photographer? Mm-hmm. You know how they come and set up in your stores and take your pictures? He was on her every other week about getting pictures. She told him, no, on the pictures, on the pictures. So she took me to work one day, because I used to manage Vice City before she did. And she took me to work one day. I knew all, everybody in there. Hey, how you doing, Charles? How you doing? She went to pick a check. Was it your check you went mm-hmm. to pick up? So, CJ, your grandpa's slick. Well, what I did, I walked behind her, because I, I, I heard about the situation. So I walked, like, from here to the door behind her, because I want to see what was going to, you know, erupt. He scooped underneath the arm. Come on, you ready? So I'm walking behind him, and the guy comes from out of um, receiving. receiving. Roger. Roger used to work for me. Roger. <laughs> and they always do that. work with us, They doing this. I said, what's up, Roger? Roger know I'm about to get hot, so he patted me. He said, how you been? How you been? I said, I'm all right, Roger. I'm all right. <laughs> so I'm walking up on the board, and Roger went over to him. Roger said, they're a husband back there. Oh, I didn't know. I said, you the one my wife told you three or four times that she didn't want to take pictures? Yeah, but I just, I said, I don't ever want to come in here again and see you scoop my wife from underneath her arm like that. That's my wife. If she told you she didn't want to take pictures, it's done. So Roger told him, Roger said, man, look, you was about ready to get done. <laughs> you was going to get done. So the man, four or five times before we left the store, CJ, he was apologizing to her. I said, that's enough, man. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm just so sorry. I'm, but he was so African. beautiful. She's so African. beautiful. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to I'm take a, a picture. I, I, did, I said, nah, I kept telling him over and over again. A lot of times you got to get all nasty because people can really understand where you come from. Oh, by, it's not It's not what you say. It's how you say it. Because I just let them know. I said, I'm not going to come in no more and see you grab her. 
Because, see, when you say that to a man, he know next time you grab her, you know, he's going to be looking up at the ceiling. So, see, it's not all about, I'm going to whoop you up. Don't waste your energy. You know, and then trust. I, I got to hear what it says. The Bible back in the day talked about Jezebels. We got a lot of Jezebels out here. That's why when you got a good woman, man, you keep her. Because you got women that are their girlfriends that are, and I told them they didn't change their names. They're not Jezebels no more. They're docs and they're home records. Mm-hmm. People see something that you got that they don't have and they want it. It's all kind of ways they go around mm-hmm. trying to do it. That's why my wife would tell you and my daughter over there, and she'll, she'll back her up. Whenever my wife had friends come over, I left the room. You'll never say that. I looked at you wrong. <laughs> I tried to say something. I leave the room. I don't want no aura saying nobody come back and say, well, her, her husband looked at me funny. And, and, and I don't, I don't, I don't really understand. I don't really understand why he looked at me like this. Almost. But my wife would do the same thing. A lot of, a lot of my friends, because honestly, no, my grandkids would tell you I didn't have a lot of friends. He didn't. He didn't have. He didn't bring men around his daughter. No. There was a no, no. He wasn't coming in the house. You, you're very seldom getting invited. You have to be an A1 friend for him to invite you with a house full of girls. And you don't come over that much. And he don't do games, Super Bowl parties, none of that. But but to get back to what we were saying, you know, a lot of times some people, they try everything that we've been talking about. And the main thing I tell you, if you're doing what we're talking about and you're not getting nowhere, seek counseling somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and don't let the counseling be somebody that you know because then it's going to be one-sided. Go to somebody, you know, a pastor or... So it, no, see, I think, like, <laughs> this with me and Charles, we don't agree all the time. I feel as though if you have a mutual understanding, everybody will tell you, all my daughters will tell you, for some reason, I don't, t- I know my daughters, I know their mouths, I know how they come off, so I don't listen to them half the time. I listen to their spouses because I know their mouths. So I listen to him. So I don't see, I don't have favoritism. If you got that person that you can respect that's going to be honest with you, you can talk to that person. But if you don't want honesty, don't talk to the lead. Because we're not going to sugarcoat. Marriage is worth. But anything worth having is worth working for. Amen. Amen. If, I'm going to say it again. Anything worth having is worth working for. And this is it's a, a work in the honest respect. I respect the man that God gave me because he picked them just for me. None of nobody can no, please. I don't even got I trust him. He don't have to call me for four or five I, I trust him. And I'm quite sure he feel that way with me. But when you have trust that God has put this person in your life, you have no worries. And any time if I get an inkling, let me call them. It's not because I'm worried. It's because I said, oh, so I feel something wrong. And I said, baby, you okay? He'll say, I just, uh, man, I was about to walk out the job. They ain't relieved me. And he has to have lunch. He's a diabetic, so he has to eat. And when you don't relieve him, you're telling me you don't care about my, my, my baby's health. Now you deal with me. But he won't let me come to the prison. Because he don't want me to get locked in the prison. Yeah, that, that's, that's a man prison. We can't lock you up. <laughs> Only they need to put you out. But somebody's going to tell me why my husband didn't have lunch. They're going to lock you up. You know, but that's the trust. That's between a husband and a wife. But I want to remind you again that you're listening to the Purpose Kingdom Network. This is the turning point. This is the 1,227th episode. If you want to call in, the phone number again is 319 527 6091 And um, When we was talking about all this stuff about My wife was talking about getting to know people Before you get involved with them This is one of the things I get tired of hearing people say When they get together and they've been together for a while I'm so tired of hearing people say I didn't know you feel like that In five years You didn't know I feel like that I didn't know that I didn't want kids I this is the stuff you talk about at the beginning. Mm-hmm. What you saying? No, I was just looking, looking at the yeah. This is this is the stuff you talk about at the beginning. 
don't be with somebody 10 years and, and, and they love their occupation more than they love you or having a family. Don't find that out because it's too late then. That's a conversation. Yeah. It's very, me and Charles talked about this. We was like, I wanted a big family because I want my kids to have people they can depend on. And if they, and I told my daughters this, if y'all all get together, all seven of y'all get together, y'all should never have to come to mom and dad for anything. Same thing with the cousins. If y'all get together, one person needs something, y'all should all get to calling each other. Look, I need such and such. What can we do? And that's that's how close you should be. Like and that's I, how y'all should be. Yeah, that's how close you should be. They should never have to come to me and say, Mom, can I borrow anything? Because y'all got seven of y'all. Now, if all y'all can't come together and can't do it, then it comes to the grandparents or the mothers. And then we're going to work it out. But you, you know the setup we had. I told my daughters a long time ago. We have a family bank account. That you can have a family bank account where everybody contributes. But you contribute and you're going to have your own amount in there. So say that you, you didn't save $10,000 in there. Something comes up, you need three. You take it from your money. I'll give you a printout of how much came out. You know, you know what you got left. So you ain't begging nobody for nothing. Every time you get paid, you put into your bank account with the family bank what you can afford. Mm-hmm. It might be $25 a month. Oh, that adds up. It adds up. Is and if the family comes together and say, oh, I've seen this. I need a down payment on a house, and I'm 500000 short. That's when the family come together. Look, we got 50000 in the bank right now. What can we do to help our sister or our, ne- our niece right. or nephew? Well, whoever. Well, know. we got the five. What you want to do? Well, we want to give it to that person for the house. But when you get on your feet, you try to put that five back in case somebody else needed. That's how we try, even our family vacations, we collect money through the year and we go on our family vacations. Y'all got to pay for the rooms and stuff. It's already done. All we paying is for food and groceries and stuff now. So we do, we work as a team and we do family vacations. We try to get three, two to three in a year and we might go to uh, Atlantic City for the weekend.
you don't have to look over your back. You don't have to worry about if things are taken care of, if your kids, because, see, men need that. We need to know that the home is taken care of, the kids, and, and then if I got to do that, a lot of men don't even realize they don't know how to wash dishes. With seven daughters, you definitely knew that I knew how to do hair. Oh, oh, see, did I tell you, my granddaddy, Rose, tell you, I used to perm hair. I used to cut hair. For one one prom, I did like ten heads in like two Easter. nights. It was Easter. I did like ten heads, you know, and they, you know, my daughter said, well, Dad, can, can I tell them who did my hair? And that, that was Christina. Janine. No, Janine. See, I got so many of them. But uh, it was Janine, but I told her, I said, yeah, you can tell them who did your hair. And sometimes a father got to be a, a well-rounded person. You know, you can't just sit up and, and say, all I'm going to do is go to work and work and work and work and work. Every time my wife had a baby for at least, was it two months? Yeah. Two months, she didn't do nothing. I made her stay in the bed. I cooked, I cleaned, and that's what I do now. People see me, they come here, they see me spot sweeping, they see me there. But that's, that, that relaxes me. Okay, I got to be in a clean environment. And instead of people saying, you know, well, my wife ain't clean, yeah. this, and if, only if she did the dishes, you go do the dishes. Stop complaining about what needs to be done. But to get back on the road again, like I say, it's getting... Go ahead. Do we have any announcements? Praise the Lord, Brother yes, Rob. Do we have quickly, any announcements? Yes, real quickly, I'll go ahead and do the announcements. And uh, this is the Project Purpose Kim Network. We'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's program, whether you're listening online or calling in via phone. We thank you so much for supporting us and listening to us here at Purpose Kim Network. If you want to correspond with us here at Purpose Kingdom Network, you can correspond with us via email at purposekingdomnet at gmail.com where you can send your comments, questions, concerns. You can uh, send a prayer request or just let us know you turn your life over to Christ. We greatly appreciate that. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. Uh, we also invite you to like us on our Facebook page. We see our upcoming shows and advertisements. Um, and also through any of our social media pages, uh, you can also go to anchor.com or anchor FM and just type in Purpose Kingdom and you can get a morning word of inspiration also. Um, anytime you want to hear any of our past and previous broadcasts, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. We can simply type in the host name or the show name. You can hear that show in its entirety and at your convenience. Okay, and I just want to let you know that uh, tomorrow evening we're going to take a, a, a brief uh, rest, but we will rejoin you Monday, at, uh, Monday evening at 9 p.m. for Life Without Limits hosted by Pastor Jermon Johnson. And once again, we're glad you guys bless We hope you join us on Monday evening at 9 p.m. for Life Without Limits, hosted by Pastor Jermon Johnson. And with that being said, we just like to appreciate, we appreciate all of our listeners, no matter where you're listening to us in the world. We uh, thank you, and uh, we just appreciate your listenership, and we just thank you so much. And with that being said, that's going to be the end of the announcements. We thank you, Brother Rob, for those announcements. Now, I have I told you I have my grandkids and my great-grands here. Do y'all have anything to say about today's show? It was right on time. They can't hear you, baby. It was right on time. It was. Amen. What you think, Rose, Rose? Rose, Rose is the model. Yes, that's my baby. Makeup. Child, makeup. She's a bomb. Hair stylist over here. She she has everything in the family. She's going to have her own skin line. So I want y'all to look for it because I will announce that soon. And my grandson, CJ, he does what you do, baby? He does currency trading. So where you can make money on Hey, I like that sound of that. I'm gonna get you a business card. And he's he's 20 years old. So if you need information on that, like hit me up on uh, the messenger or whatever, and we'll get back with you on that. So God is really moving in our family, and I thank God for you. And I just I'm just grateful, and I just really want y'all to realize marriage can be whatever you want it to be. As long as you put God first, it, it, he got to come first. And let, let me read this to you here real quick because a lot of people don't believe that God ordains marriage. Hmm. Genesis 
Second chapter 18 verse And God said It is not good That man should be alone I will make him And help me for him So that's when he made Eve Amen so see, you know, and, and they used to make a joke about her Because they used to call her my rib Because <laughs> you, you know Adam was put in a deep sleep And you know, God took the rib from Eve So he used to call her spare rib <laughs> But God ordains marriages just as long as it's, it's, like I say, he's in it. You can't just run and he looks so fine and she looks so sexy. We're going to get married because, every, you know, people change, really. A lot of people don't realize it, and this is when we do our counseling. We let people know that you going for the outside. Outside going to change. You got to go for in here, you know, when you get with somebody. Because one thing I had, had put down on paper, because I tell you, I write stuff at night. If you stop looking on the outside and start looking on the inside, a lot of people won't be so be so surprised when somebody say, "Well, you, you didn't know I ain't like that." Yeah. What you mean you, you didn't know I don't like roller coasters? You know. But the main the main thing is that, that we're trying to convey tonight is that Mom. marriage takes two, but it takes two people that are committed. Yeah. You got to have two committed people. You know, because you 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 got people. That what was that? What's that song? Um, what's that? Uh, Marvin Gaye used to sing, and, and Teddy Pendergrass. You know, he he started talking. He said, "I'm giving twenty percent. She giving eighty percent. I'm giving thirty percent. She giving seventy. I used to believe in fifty fifty. I don't believe in that no more. But see, if you only got fifty percent, you taking something from me. I need you to come full force, and then what you're missing, we'll fill it in. So, you know, I want you to come as, you may not come 100. Everybody can't come 100, but I want you to come as close as you can. Because if you come in 50, now you're pulling from me, you're draining. Because I know a lot of people get with people and they figure, you know, I did this, I did that, I got with this person. Well, And I tell my wife, I ain't never tell her not to work. But when she feels that she's tired, she want to work, she should have that option. Most people say, well, your wife should be working. And I said, no, no. That's why they say a man works. And if you look in the Bible, all the verses in the Bible, they had the women. And I didn't tell I don't say a woman's place was in the kitchen. But back in the Bible, they, they all took care of the families and they cooked. But I feel a woman, if she wants to contribute, let her work. You know what I mean? Because you want your own money. Amen. You get tired of looking at your husband and asking, well, can I get $50? Can I get $75 for this? That's why I say a woman, just like a man, you need an account with some money in it. Called man where money. If you need to go get it, you ain't got to ask nobody about nothing. Amen. Do what you do. You know, amen. But um, we hope that, you know, somebody listened to the program tonight and and really, really got something from it. Amen. Because me and my wife, like I said, we still, uh, what do you say, uh, we, we still progressing. Because we tell everybody, we try to be like an open book when we're on the radio. Let them know that we are not perfect. Yeah. We're far from perfect, Amen. but the thing is, is we have the heart, and we're going after God's own heart. So what he say, we do. If he despises it, we despise it. Amen. People may not like it, you know, because they, you know, they made Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, you and know. Sheila and Tracy. And, and, and the thing that's crazy is people look at us, I say, don't get mad at me, look at the word. I can't, you know, I, I can't make that up. Amen. You agree? Like you said, to learn and watch exactly what the other person do because, like they said, your body changed in oh, yeah. seven years. Oh, yeah. So all of you mean be fixed up on one thing yesterday, tomorrow you might feel a different way. So that seven years might be enough. So you got to always pay attention to what that person do and what they like and what they don't like because anything can change. Everybody's mind can change. Your well, man, you talking about that. Man, we said you got this fine looking man, fine looking woman. They're a good looking couple. All of a sudden they have an accident. Now he in a wheelchair. Are you going to take care of him? Are you going to say, look, I can't do this? So you got to, me and my wife said, you got to be in it to win it. You know, or they get a scar, an accident on their face. They get a scar or something. You're like, oh, these, everybody used to talk about it. Tell me how pretty she was. Now look at You can't be there for that. every day, though. Oh, yeah. It it's a day to day basis. There's, there's no end of learning. Oh, well, I know everything about that person. No, there's a project every time. Nope. nope. You hear my grandbaby. Go ahead, Bug. Right. Go ahead, Bug. That's, right. That's right. You hear, you hear Evangelist Rose. 
Amen. <laughs> but uh, the thing is, like she said, though, you know, learn your people. You know, and then not not just your spouse. Learn your kids. Listen you know, to them. Listen to them. Because, see, most of the time, kids don't want you to give an opinion. They just want you to listen. Amen. Because a lot of times, we, we're always trying to give our advice. Well, you know, no, what they're saying is, Mom, I want you to listen to me. Because most of the time, they got the answers for themselves. Amen. But with all this hollering and fussing and screaming, you push them away from them. Amen. And uh, I see we're at the 9 o'clock hour. Yes, Lord. Already. I hope, you know, you listeners out there enjoyed the show tonight. Like I said, this is the turning point. My name is Elder Charles Lee, and my co-host is my wife, Reverend Maureen Lee. She don't like that, Reverend, but it's on the paper. But uh, <laughs> And so we just hope that you got something out of the show tonight. You know, and uh, hug somebody today. I, I know the covert is here, but give, give them a little pat on the shoulder because that might be the last one they get. Might be the first you one know, they ever got. But you know who was quiet? Isaiah was very quiet. Isaiah was sleep. You know, he had nothing to say. <laughs> he had nothing to say. Isaiah was sleep. You, you know, he quiet stone. Yeah, that's that military yeah, stuff. He, he was sleep. Yeah, kill you in one blow. Uh-huh. But um, we just want to say this is the turning point. These are the leads. Your co-hosts, and we're signing out until next time. Yes! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Jesus loves. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose. He saved me.